Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Hello and welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I'm so excited you're here today to dive into this episode on how to track to see if you are behind with money. You're behind where you should be. And it's really normal to feel behind, right? Growing up, maybe um, as a kid or in high school or in college, you had some idea of what you thought your life would look like, Um, especially in your 20s and 30s, right? I feel like how often as a kid do we plan for like our 40s and 50s? Like not really. Like at least for me, I constantly was thinking about what my life would look like in my 20s and my 30s. So um, a lot of that comes with, all right, I'm going to be married by this age and I'm going to buy a house by this age and I'm going to be this far along in my career by this age. I'm going to have kids by this age. And potentially you're feeling behind when it comes to the plan that you had set for yourself, right? And what I want you to do first is if you're feeling this at all, I want you to give yourself some grace in that conversation. And you might not even realize that you're feeling behind and you're feeling stressed based on a timeline that you had laid out as a kid. Or maybe it's based on a timeline that other people are putting the pressure on you for, right? Maybe it's grandma around the holidays saying, hey, why don't you have a boyfriend yet? Or, hey, you know, you guys are married. Why aren't you having kids yet? Or um, why are you guys living in an apartment? You're wasting money. Why don't you buy a home? Or you're still working that one job. Why don't you get serious about your career? Whatever it is, whether this is a timeline that has been set by you or if it's a timeline that you feel has been imposed on your life by others, I want to remind you that there's no such thing as being behind when it comes to that stuff. It That has to happen when you're ready for it and when you are, you know, when all the stars align for it to be your time for that instead of rushing into it. So I first just want to pop in and remind you, take a deep breath. And ask yourself, why am I stressing myself out trying to reach the timeline I set when I was little or the timeline someone else is setting for me? Okay. Step number one, let's do that. But, and and here's the thing. This is this is really important. This is a very strict boundary because if I, if you take this the wrong way, this is just gonna cut that wound deeper for you. And I that's not my intent here. But here's the thing. When it comes to finances, however, I want to show you how to do a real audit of where you're at. This isn't to show you that, oh my gosh, look how behind you are on your finances, but I do want to show you rather 
where you could be financially right now versus where you're at. And this isn't me telling you you're behind. I firmly believe that if, you know, if you are, let's say you feel like you have no money to show for all the hard work you've done and yada, yada, yada. I genuinely believe that you're where you're at because you had to learn those lessons. You had to get that fuel in your fire. So whatever it is, I am not telling you that you're behind. But I do want to point out as potentially a wake-up call or potentially a pat on the back, depending on where you're at, of what money has come across your path and then has gone that is not accounted for, okay? So I'm going to show you how to track that today. And it's super easy. It can, you don't need a calculator. You can use, this is third grade math, people. You can get a pen and a piece of paper in front of you. But okay, so what I want you to do, what I want you to do is to think about how much money you make a year. And I'm going to give you an example of um, my first year out of college because I had the lowest expenses and I was working a um, corporate job. And so I had like a, you know, just an income instead of now where I'm an entrepreneur and paying myself. Um, So it's a little bit different now. So this is the easiest example. I'm going to talk you through the numbers and I know you're listening to this, so I'm going to keep them really, really simple and then show you how to do this exercise yourself. Because here's the thing. A lot of times when I'm talking to potential clients or I'm just talking with you, I'm talking with you in the DMs or on in my Facebook group. Also, plug for the Facebook group. If you're not in the free Facebook group, I go live every single Wednesday and do free coaching. Just search Deeper Than Money on Facebook and you can join for free and I can coach you for free. So if you ever have questions about the podcast, hop on over there, get in, get in the Facebook because it's super fun. Um, but that was just a random plug that I <laughs> I didn't think I was going to do. But anyway, um, I don't even know where I, where I got off track. But here's my thing. Oh, I know. When I'm talking to potential clients, a lot of times they're like, well, I mean, I kind of, I, I like kind of know where my money's going. Like for the most part, I'm, I'm pretty good with a budget or I'm pretty good with knowing where my money's at. And then I start asking these questions that I'm going to go over in a second. And a lot of the times they're like, uh, what? <laughs> Wait, what? What? Oh my gosh. And it's really eye opening. So, okay. Also, you have to understand this is a super simple exercise. I know there are probably other factors that you need to factor in, but we're just going to keep it super high level to give you an overview. Okay. Big level overview. Okay. So going to my first year of college, I wrote this example down and we're going to use those numbers. So my first year out of college, I made about $60,000 and I also paid off about $25,000 of debt and bought a $13,000 car. Okay. So I am going to do the math on that to show you how, when I look back, I know what money I came across, like what money came into my bank account and where it went. I know exactly. And I'm going to show you how I know. So on the top of my paper, I'm writing 60,000. I'm going to subtract about $10,000 because that is for taxes, for, um, all of my health insurance stuff that was taken out of my paycheck. So that isn't money that's, you know, crossing my, um, crossing into my account. Um, also that I included, um, 401k, um, putting money into a 401k. I believe my first year, um, I don't remember exactly. I believe I did 
4%, I think. I, I don't know exactly. Maybe 6%. Um, so I subtracted $10,000. So that gives us $50,000. Okay. Now I'm going to subtract. Let's see here on my little sheet. I'm going to subtract $25,000 because that is how much debt I paid off my first year from that amount. So that leaves us $25,000. We took the 50,000 minus 25 equals $25,000 left. Left. Then I'm going to subtract $13,000 because that is how much the car that I bought was, which leaves us $12,000, which is perfect because at that time in my life, I was living in a tiny little apartment and did not have much on my social calendar. And I had about $1,000 of expenses per month, which comes out throughout a 12-month year to about $12,000. So $12,000 minus the $12,000 I spent in expenses leaves me $0, which is a good thing. That means... I can tell you, again, this is super high level. I'm not accounting for like $12.99 on this day at Target. Like, no, I'm just doing super high level. In my expenses, my monthly expenses, that $1,000 includes um, groceries. It includes rent. It includes um, everything like going out. If I took a vacation, everything. Um, And it left me $0. And so, ta-da, that's where my money went that year. That's where all of my money went. And this is an example from three years ago that I just did right before this episode. I just wrote this down off the top of my head, but I can do it because I know where my money goes. I know where my money goes. And every single year at the end of the year, I can tell you about how much money I've made and all of the big money goals that I've accomplished with that money all of the goals that I've accomplished with that money every single year. I could sit here and give you the next year example and the next year and the next year because I track my money that well. And in the, I mean, this is just in the past couple years, like when, you know, in the past three years, I've paid off $36,000 of debt. That's student loan debt and car debt. I saved $50,000 for an emergency fund. I bought my parents a new car. I saved $35,000 for a wedding. I'm currently saving $200,000 for a house Um, and, and other goals too. These are just some of the big ones I wanted to give an example. I know where my money goes. Do you? Do you know where your money is going? Do you look back at the end of the year and say, wow, with the $70,000 I made, I'm so proud of all the things I did with it because that's how you should feel. That's how you get to feel. And so I want you to do this exercise for you. Okay. So it's super simple. The first thing is you write down how much you make per year, your income. If you're a business owner, that does not mean your revenue. It means your income, what you personally took home from your salary or from cash withdrawals, what you made. Okay. Then, so write that number at the top of your piece of paper. That could be 25,000. That could be 150,000. It doesn't matter. Just write down that number. Then I want you to, and this might, if you're not familiar with this or if you've never written a budget, guesstimate, write a couple things down and guesstimate what are your monthly expenses when it comes to rent, 
and food and fun and paying for whatever you need to per month on a personal level. What does it cost you to live per month? Okay. Uh, you know, a couple years ago when I graduated college, it was a thousand dollars for me. It's a lot more than that now. Um, and so calculate what that is for you. And okay, now that you have that number, cool. You can pause this. So you are going to multiply that by 12 because that's how much you spend per month times 12 months. That's how much you spend per year on living expenses. Okay. So now I want you to take that big number, your income, subtract the new number. So subtract your monthly expenses that have been, you know, calculated up for over a year and what is left over. Okay. Write down what is left over. And I want you to ask yourself, where did that go? Where did that go? Where did that extra money go? Start making a list. And it's okay if you start with small things, like maybe, um, like for us, we bought a couch this year. Um, we bought, uh, last year, you know, we adopted Rosie. And so that was a, you know, that was a significant purchase. Um, you know, smaller things like that, all the way up to big things. How much did you put in savings? How much did you put towards paying off your student loans? How much did you put towards um, investing or whatever, whatever your goals are? I don't know. But how much money did you put towards that stuff? Because a lot of people are going to sit here and make this list and either one, their monthly expenses are going to be so big that they're not going to have that much left over. And that's super frustrating and definitely something that, you know, is absolutely able to change. Or number two, you have money left over and you don't know where it went. You don't know where it went. And that is a sucky feeling. I was deciding what word to use. That's a sucky feeling to see that money and say, why isn't that in my bank account right now? That just hurts. It hurts. And I'm not saying this. I'm not using this exercise to make you feel bad But I'm saying this to you because if you're staring at this piece of paper and going, OMG, where did this money go? That's a problem. That's a problem. You need to make your money work as hard as you do. Right? Like, especially, I'm going to throw on an especially, especially if you work a job you don't love. Because if you are working a job you don't love and it is sucking out your energy and every day you're like, oh, I don't want to go to work, but you go to work anyway and it is sucking out your your um, energy. But at the end of the day, you're like, well, I need this job. I need this money. And then at the end of the year, you have nothing to show for it after you're putting in the blood, sweat and tears of working a job you don't lo- love. Like that hurts even more. That hurts even more. And so here is my, you know, my call to you. You have to make your money work as hard as you do. What if you looked at that number? What if you use that money to grow a savings? What if you had that number in savings right now? How would that feel? What if you looked at that number and you had paid off that much debt this year? How would that feel? How would that change your life? Think about that. Okay, feel that feeling. Be like, wow, that would be amazing. Cool. Now let's create it. Let's freaking create that for you because I do not want 2020 to end regardless of the uncertainty and what's going on. And I know, um, you know, for some of you, there's more impact on you right now than for others. But regardless, 
how I want 2020 to end. And I want you to look back and whatever money came in, you know where it went and you use it to create the life you want. And if you are wondering how to do that, you're like, okay, I want to do this. I want to do this so badly. And you are so ready for this. This is your personal invite to apply for the Wealth Accelerator. If you have not heard me talk about the Wealth Accelerator before, it's my freaking baby. I love it so much. It's a 12-week transformational um, group coaching program where we change everything about money. We deep dive into your finances. It is my absolute favorite. The community of, of people who join is freaking magical. I'm obsessed with all of my clients. I can't even tell you. Um, and applications are filling up fast. Applications are filling up fast. The roster is filling up for this May round, uh, May 2020 round. And I am so freaking excited. And here's the thing. It's time to make a difference. And if you're not someone who's ready for the program, cool. You can go out and do it in other ways. I'm not telling you that, oh, I have the key to your success and you, I, I won't share it with you. No, I'm just telling you, if you're ready to deep dive, let's freaking go. If you're not, that's fine. Go out, listen to every single one of my podcasts I've ever made. Go do all my freebies and start committing to your finances. Either way, it's time to make a big difference. The last thing I want you to do, once you know that number, that number of what was left over, I want you to look at that and say, what would that look like? Where would I want to put that? If I had that sitting on a pile of cash on my table in front of me, where would I put that? Would I put it in savings towards debt, towards a house, whatever? Decide that that is what you're going to do this year. Claim it, own it, and let's freaking do that this year. Okay. I am so proud of you. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode of the Deeper Than Money podcast. If you do want to apply for the Wealth Accelerator, um, we'll put a link in the show notes. You can click and go apply. Not everyone is accepted, but please go and apply because even if you're not a good fit, we can point you to better resources. So thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am so proud of you and I will see you back next week. 